Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Hammer and Friends. Guy Relford filling in for Big Nige. Guy, you much of a golfer? No, I, I'm the only lawyer in North America who doesn't play golf. <laughs> I, I, I shoot guns. I ride Harleys. I don't, I don't have time for golf. You know, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I'll get out there and get drunk and ride around in the golf cart. <laughs> like, I'll be the designated drunk driver on the golf cart. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not much of a golfer either. Now, I do have a putt-putt championship in my resume. Uh, well, and that's that's a big deal. It well, is. <laughs> I, I tend to agree with uh, Colonel Jeff Cooper. He's a guy who founded uh, Gunsight Academy, where I was just out training not too long ago, known as the father of American gunfighting. He used a great quote, which is, every golf course in America is a willful and deliberate misuse of a perfectly good rifle range. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can see that. There used to be a putt-putt course on the south side by Southport, uh, kind of right across from the Long's Donuts and next door to a Dairy Queen. And man, when I was in like middle school and high school, there's not much else to do sometimes. So we'd go out in the daytime and we'd play putt-putt. They had these uh, tournaments every once in a while on like a random Monday night. Mondo, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. And I actually used to work at putt-putt golf back when I was in high school. Did you really? Yeah, before it turned into Rascal's Fun Zone in Whiteland. Okay. So I know a thing or two about putt-putting. So Hammer? I challenge you one of these days. <laughs> I'll bring it on. To a putt-putt contest. Bring it on. And I remember I won the putt-putt competition one night, and my options were you could get a little trophy or you could get, like, 25 free games. And I thought, as cool as the trophy would be, I don't think any chick is going to be dropping her drawers for that. <laughs> so at least I have a cheap date with the tickets, right? Well, well you know, and my only regret is, uh, you know, not being a golfer and being a competitive shooter. I mean, if I'm out shooting a sporting clay tournament or, or you know, or doing another uh, shooting competition. There's no drinking while you're in a shooting competition, right? And the one thing I regret is that golf looks like a lot of fun because drinking is not only acceptable, but it seems to be a, a, the preferred method of engaging in that right. sport. There are certain sports where the more you drink, the better you play. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bowling, darts, pool, pool. Uh, yeah. golf, I think, falls into that category. Yeah. So this brings us to this story in Arkansas. An Arkansas golf club... They uh, are at the center of a controversy over a prize that was offered if somebody were to hit a hole in the one, hole in one on the 10th tee. So this guy hit a hole in the one on the 10th. I keep calling it hole in the one, hole in <laughs> one on the 10th tee. And the prize was supposed to be an F-150 truck from a local dealership, J. Hodge Ford. Well, the guy hit the shot. You know, he's taking his picture next to it. All this fanfare is happening. Um, yeah, the uh, company, J. Hodge Ford, said, yeah, we're not giving away the truck. This isn't anything that we agreed to. Uh, this golf course decided to run this promotion. They didn't officially finalize the contract. Yeah. So they're using some backdoor weaselly kind of stuff here, Guy. Where are you on this? Well, this is an interesting issue from a legal perspective because typically when it comes to a gift, like if I say to you, Jason, hey, I'm going to give you $100. 
And then I changed my mind. I go, nah, I'm not going to give you $100. Well, there, there was never a contract because there's no what we call consideration. In other words, you didn't give me anything back, right? It was just an offer of a gift. I changed my mind. That's it. But there are exceptions to the idea that there's no consideration with uh, the offer of a gift. For instance, if, if I rely on that to my detriment, in other words, if I do something like, oh, say, sign up for a golf tournament, pay you know the, the, the fees to go participate in a tournament because I'm hopeful of winning that truck in a you know by hitting a hole in one if i do something um that that either gives consideration to the to the person who made the offer or if i rely on that to my detriment from a legal perspective suddenly that becomes an enforceable contract and i'll guarantee you not to bore people with the legalese that's where this thing's going to boil down because they're going to go in and say oh no, no no i only signed up for this tournament paid my fees and whatnot because you offered me the chance uh of winning this truck therefore it's a contract you owe me the damn truck and and the golf uh, club itself offered the truck so the, the the dealership wants to renege tough go buy me another truck somewhere else you owe me this truck because we have an enforceable contract that's where this is going to go and they had signs up throughout the golf yeah. golf course you know if you hit a hole in one on the 10th you win the f-150 now the truck company has said we've had conversations about doing this but nothing was ever finalized so now they're catching all kinds of hell and the guy that hit the shot has lawyered up and he's like i want my truck i want my truck and you know what i I give him the better odds of winning that dispute be sure to catch us every weekday three to seven on 93 wibc or subscribe and get it right to your phone